Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, SCRS's Vice President of Site Engagement. SCRS Talks is an avenue that allows our partners and those that we work with closely to take a few minutes with us to address issues of industry concern as well as share achievements. In this installment, we're going to have Michelle Cameron, the Director of Clinical Research at Clearwater Cardiovascular Consultants, answer a few questions and talk to us about her recipiency of the CKP Award. And now let's take a moment to meet our speaker. Michelle, if you wouldn't mind giving us a brief introduction of yourself. Well, thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I come from uh, a background of clinical medicine. I started as an RN uh, in my career, and then from there, um, I started uh, doing care in the intensive care unit under cardiology, and was working in that for several years, and a friend of mine got into research and called me and said, hey, you would really love this. And so just like that, I was thrust into the research world, and I was working at uh, Johnson & Johnson on the Dynamap blood pressure uh, technology and uh, loved it. And then from there, the company went through a few transitions. So I was working for GE Medical and traveling all over the area uh, with pilot products and so forth. And um, that had brought me to actually Clearwater Cardiovascular Consultants with the product. And uh, I had worked with them in the hospital setting years before. So uh, one thing led to another, and the next thing I know, I was working at Clearwater Cardiovascular Consultants, and that was back 16 years ago. So my site uh, it has evolved over the years, over the last 16 years. Uh, so uh, Clearwater Cardiovascular Consultants is a practice-based site. Um, so the research department is part of the practice, and Right now, we have 14 full-time research staff working in the department, and we do about 30 to 40 studies. They're all cardiovascular, and we do these studies in the clinic settings. We have three clinics uh, and two hospitals, so we have coordinators in all of those settings doing studies. Awesome, Michelle. That's that's fantastic. An extensive background, right? That really goes to emphasize your recipiency of this award and award. And we're here today to hear about you as the recipient of the Christine K. Pierre Site Impact Award. And this award really focuses on someone, for those of you listening who aren't familiar with this, on, on someone who has made a tremendous contribution to the site community and it is is seen as a true leader and is willing to focus on solutions during tough conversations. So, Michelle, now that we've heard your background, what did it mean to you to receive this recognition at the 2021 Global Site Solutions Summit? Well, I was pretty much blown away, Jimmy. Um, I, I was honored and humbled to receive the award. Um, truly, Christine Pierre was someone that I have great admiration for and feel so lucky to have had in my life. Uh, I've modeled much of my professional life after the ideals she developed to advocate, to educate, mentor, and connect, you know, both as sites and really what that translates to is P 
people. I agree, right? The people are, the people here and the people that we work with at, at the site level are really the foundation of what we do and, and why um, we do it, the work that we're doing. And, and I think that focus, right, and that understanding on your end is part of uh, what provided your recipiency for this award. So that, that's fantastic. We know your organization attended the very first Site Solutions Summit held by Christine back in 2005. Can you describe where your site was then and how it supported the transformation, how SCRS, I guess, supported the transformation to what it is today? Absolutely. I, I'm glad you asked me this question because it's so interesting um, when I look back on things. So, you know, prior to launching SCRS in 2012, as far back as 2005, Christine was holding Site Solution Summits. Um, at first, it was just 10 to 15 round tables with a center post that had literally a three by five card labeled with the topic to be discussed at that table like budgeting, quote, or FDA audits. And the sites were, you went to the table that you had the most interest in, and you discussed the pain points that you were experiencing as sites and then possible solutions to those pain points. And at the at time, what you would do is switch, you know, two to three times and go to two or three different tables. And uh, Christine, at the end of, of the uh, session, would summarize each of the topics. Um, and, and I can tell you, it could get pretty heated back then because there was a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of mistrust. There just was not good communication back then um, between industry partners. So from there, she developed white papers that um, would be distributed uh, throughout the industry and just provided a platform for the challenges that sites were facing so that others in the industry could truly understand those challenges and take action. So it was very, very interesting time. And during that time, I had transitioned from a coordinator to a manager, and there was no formal training provided to me at all. So literally, the Site Solution Summit was my lifeline to understanding the business of research and, and truly the bigger industry picture. And by understanding those things, I was better able to face the challenges and execute solutions for my team, which I believe is what led to our success and, and still leads to our success. So basically, the site has grown from one PI and one CRC to 13 full-time research staff and conducting, um, as I said before, uh, 30 to 40 cardiovascular studies at two hospitals, three clinics, and many of the operational tools we still use were found as a result of attending the Site Solutions Summit each year. And I go every year and I always come back with something. That's a, that's a powerful statement, right? From someone who has attended the very first, you think that uh, generally the way that we see things happen is the seasoned professionals move from a role of learning to a role of just teaching, but it's really refreshing. Uh, Michelle, to hear that you still take things away from the conference. And I think that goes to speak to your character as a recipient of this award. So uh, award. So that's that's uh, that's great. Thank you for that. If you had a recommendation 
for our audience today as someone who, again, is seen as a true leader in the industry or are willing to focus on solutions during those tough conversations? What would that that recommendation, that piece of advice be? Well, I think it goes back to what I said previously. We are an ever-changing industry. And my recommendation is to view your site as an ever-changing entity. Stay flexible and expect change. Then you will never be surprised. Arm yourself with knowledge. And remember, we all have an agenda. Try to understand the other person's agenda and you can communicate more effectively and we're all trying to succeed at our common goal, and that's basically to provide new therapies to our patients. So remaining flexible, understanding that others have agendas different than yours, but we all have a common goal is my recommendation. That's huge, and I I, I consider that to be a powerful statement, right? At, at Summit, we, for years, and I'm sure you can attest to this, it's been a common theme and common discussion about how important communication truly is in this industry. And we see time and time again through both objective and subjective data that um, the, the, the breakdown that can happen when communication uh, doesn't occur effectively. So I, I think that's a very powerful statement and one we should almost almost one of those ones you want to write down on a big piece of canvas and post in your office wall, right? Um, so. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, if you could tell Christine one thing, Michelle, if she was standing right there in front of you and you could tell her one thing, what would you tell her? Well, I do keep her picture up in my office. I'm going to tell you that. And I would say, Christine, our entire clinical research industry owes you a debt of gratitude for sharing your vision of a higher performing industry. I want to thank you for getting us all talking. I think you would have been very proud of us during the COVID pandemic. And I believe that your legacy had something to do with our success. Well, Michelle, you, it, we'd be remiss if we didn't include you in the uh, up there standing alongside her. There's a reason why, again, you were nominated and received this award. It's because you embody a lot of those same visionary principles. People look to you as a leader. You lead our sessions. Um, I know for me personally, you're someone that I go to when I have a, when I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place and have a challenge uh, when it professionally. So um, I, I, we want to thank you for your contributions to the industry as well. Um, and uh, and our, we're honored to be able to give you this this so thank you for uh for what you've done for us and for uh, continuing the legacy of christine thanks jimmy again it's an honor and a pleasure to work with you all i want you to just keep up the good work uh, thanks michelle all right everyone that concludes our discussion today so make sure that you register for our upcoming webinars and other discussions by visiting our learning campus as well as the scrs insight journal which is published quarterly for our members in the members section of our website myscrs.org we appreciate your attention and participation in today's program and look forward to having you join us for more great content in the future thanks for listening and thank you for being here with us today michelle thanks jimmy thanks for having me